up, everyone? Pat Mayo here with the WGC Workday Championship one and done preview. Remember to smash the like button. Tell me who you're going with in the one and done this week in the comment section. And if you haven't figured it out yet, you can listen to these audio podcasts on Daily Fantasy Sports, Picks and Bets, The Mix, along with the European Tour Player Breakdowns, which is up there right now for the WGC Workday. Additionally, you have UFC, you have NASCAR, soccer, esports, all of the short-form videos that we have up on Mayo Media Network are on that audio podcast. So please, Subscribe, help us out, help us grow Mayo Media Network. But I want to talk about the players in the field this week. I'm very curious to see where people go because I keep looking at the board and you have to figure that you want to burn one of your very top end guys this week, unless you really have a hunch that like, I don't know, Adam Scott wins or something like that. He definitely could, or Justin Rose, players that we haven't seen as much of or aren't at the top of the odds boards. But when you look at the prize pool for a WGC, it's a lot of money to first, it's a lot of money to second, it's a lot of money to third. And generally speaking, the winners of these, especially stroke play events at WGCs, come from one of the top 20 players in the world. So you can even narrow that down to like top 10 on the betting board if you really want to. This is an event almost like a major, where you can burn one of your top-end guys. And because the course is unknown to most of us, that there's a lot of different theories on how this could work out. On the DraftKings show this week, I did with Jeff Ulrich, he's loading up on bombers. Can you bomb and gouge your way here, take advantage of the par fives and pile up your scoring that way? I think that's definitely possible. I think it's more plausible that it kind of goes the other way where you're going to have to rely on wedges where maybe you can't get to all of the power fives and two strokes that if you want to be really elite from that like 75 to 125 range, that's how you do your scoring this week and have it with a pretty good short game to go along with it that can bail you out and continue to tread water and make par if you have to. So that's the route that I'm taking. I have no idea if that's going to be correct or not. Based on my track record of picks and being right, it's probably going to be the opposite of that. But I digress. Here's what we're looking at for the one and done. My play this week on my main team, I got two teams. Uh, in the I, t- I picked Burger on the show, but again, that's a three-person pool. For the giant one and done, I like Patrick Cantlay, and for a few reasons. One, it's a Nicholas course. That's fantastic news for Patrick Cantlay. Bunch of wins. Well, not necessarily a bunch of wins, but a lot of success at Nicholas Design courses in the past. Been pretty good in Florida. He's rectified a lot of his around-the-green problems. He's now top 10 over the past 50 rounds around the green, so getting it up and down, not a problem. One of the best putters that is out on tour as well, and we know that the elite ball striking is going to be there. Here's the thing, though. A lot of people have used Patrick Cantlay already. He's only available in 40, for 49% of picks in the giant May race for the Mayo Cup one and done this week. So I think this is a nice opportunity if you haven't used Patrick Cantlay yet. He's in good form at a course which should suit him pretty well. And a lot of people just can't take him. So you can box out over half the field that way because they can't take him. So that's where I like going here. The other one I was really thinking about is Xander. So Xander is available to around 25%, or he's been used in 25% of picks so far. But this doesn't feel like a week where Xander's just getting a lot of pub. Uh, I mean, I like Justin Thomas a lot. I think he's a fine play. I bet him outright. I'm using him a ton on DraftKings. I wanted to use him in our three-man. But I think that he's going to be... 
probably the most popular pick this week, which is kind of strange coming off the miscut. Maybe that there's enough surrounding him. There's a dark cloud uh, amongst his you know, off the field or off the off the core stuff, the on the core stuff, the poor play. Maybe that will keep people off of him. But just based on what I've been seeing, it sounds like Bryson and Justin Thomas and Rory, three guys who missed the cut last week, could potentially be very popular one and done plays. I don't really know what to do with DJ or Ram. I wouldn't expect them to be super popular, but I wouldn't expect Xander to be either. Spoke at length a little bit about how he doesn't really play in Florida all that much and really a mixed bag that you just don't see him on these courses with these putting surfaces, knowing that, listen, you see certain players play really well on the West Coast. You see certain players play really well in Florida. Some guys just put the hell out of bent grass over time. It's just we don't have a large enough sample with Xander, so I think that people have used him at places before uh, already this season, and that worked out really well. Or they're saving him for other opportunities. I mean, three of his four wins have come in no-cut fields. He's kind of like Hideki. He's kind of like Justin Thomas in that way, where he can have one bad round, but he can light up the scorecard with the 63, a 62, and get himself right back into it. Because there's no cut, there's no fear of going home on a Friday, so you can really let loose and have those low scores going. So can't lay for me. I think that Xander, as a potential contrarian play this week, and again, these are guys at the very top of the betting board. They're inside 20 to 1. If you want to go into that next range, I like Webb Simpson a lot. He's someone that I bet to win. However, I think that he, I I don't really condone saving players, but I prefer to play him at like the players in two weeks, at the Heritage, at one of those, even the Wyndham later on in the season, if you have Webb Simpson saved for that portion of the year. I know that prize pool is a lot shorter than something like the players or this week, but in the interest of fairness, I think that well, I'm more in on the wedge players, hot putting. We haven't seen Webb play since Phoenix. He didn't play very well there. I think there are probably better opportunities to use him. Morikawa is someone that I like as well. And Sungjae, I think that all those guys are pretty viable. And so then you're looking at your, like, your 45 to 1, 40 to 1, 33 to 1. Patrick Reed is another one that... If you haven't used him yet, he's a big game hunter. We know that he can take down almost any tournament. So Patrick Reed would be probably the best. He and Daniel Berger from that lower end of the 28 to 45 and region. So for me, in closing, Patrick Cantlay, my number one play this week. After that, probably Xander if I want to go contrarian as well. And then drop down to the Patrick Reeds, Morikawa's, Sung Ims, and roll with that. Anything lower, you're really taking on a pretty big gamble. But I can see people using Rose. Maybe you want to use Hatton his first time over. I completely understand. Listen, if I really knew what I was talking about, I would be first in the one and done. Not, what the hell am I in the one and done? Uh, 1,295th out of the money, along with my... 2414th for my second entry. So this is just the way that I'm seeing the field break down. Hopefully that can help you out and be like, oh, Mayo's on Cantlay. Better not take Cantlay. Pretty smart move. It's like Cust is using Bryson DeChambeau this week. Pretty good reason not to use Bryson DeChambeau this week. Finau's another one. I have no idea how to gauge whether or not people will be on him or off him. So like I said, Bryson, JT and Rory, I would expect to probably be the higher owned players in the one and done this week. But again, where only 49% of teams can actually use Patrick Cantlay, uh, he's going to be just lower owned through osmosis. So that's the route that I'm going this week. Burn him out of course where I feel pretty comfortable with him. Anyway, that was the one and done. Smash the like, subscribe to the audio podcast and become a member at fantasynational.com right now. Fantasynational.com slash mayo to get all your stats, all your tools to prep you for every single tournament this year. 